Figaro, 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 Figaro. Hello and welcome to another episode of Heavy Pages, a Divorce Journal. This is one of our special Saturday matinee episodes that, yes, I'm releasing on a Tuesday. I just like the title so much that I call it my Saturday matinee. Actually, full disclosure, I used to make these and send them out on Saturdays, but I need to fill some Tuesday slots, so it is Saturday matinee, the Tuesday edition. How about that? Anyway, this week we are going to talk about or review the movie Mrs. Doubtfire, and that came out back in 1993, and it was starring Sally Fields, Pierce Brosnan, and of course, Robin Williams. I should have mentioned him first. I watched this movie many years ago, and I remember having very strong feelings about it, specifically that I did not like the mom, Sally Fields, which in the movie is called Miranda. I did not like her at all. So I watched it again so that I could do this review, and I tried to not think about my previous prejudice and be fair and actually give my opinion as a more mature person watching this movie because I'm sure the first time I watched it was pretty much when it came out and that was that was almost 30 years ago which was quite a long time ago and I have uh, obviously lived quite a life since then so I wanted to see if now I had a different perspective. So before we get into it, I should definitely mention that there will be spoilers. This is a review, and while I'm reviewing, I will add some spoilers, talk about what went on. So if you haven't seen the movie and don't want it spoiled, then maybe you want to pause this, watch the movie, and then come back to watch it. I actually saw it on Disney+. Plus. I'm sure it's on Prime Video. It's probably somewhere else, too. So you can go search for it, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, now we can get into it. Robin Williams is Daniel, and he is a voiceover actor or just an actor. And he, the movie starts with him doing some voiceover work and quitting his job because the voiceover is for a cartoon and the cartoon is promoting smoking to children. And he had a moral issue with promoting smoking to children. And I get that. That's cool. I think uh, that's an admirable thing. However, he is also a father and he has three children to support. So you got to, in the real world, yes, you got to stand by your morals for sure, but you also have to be ready to have a plan B if you are going to take the moral high ground and leave a job because you do still have mouths to feed. So basically the beginning parts of this movie, he quits his job and then he goes to pick up his children early from school. It seems that he has a five-year-old and then two teenagers, a young daughter who's five, a teenage boy who might just be turning 13, and then an older daughter that looks like she's about 15. They don't give exact ages except for the five-year-old. But anyway, he picks them up and then he takes them home and he's throwing a crazy birthday party for the son. And of course, 
It's movies, so they went super ridiculous with this party. He has a petting zoo outside the streets of San Francisco, which I'm going to assume that's where it is because the houses all look tilted and, you know, up on hills. It's a huge mess. There's animals eating the flower flowers from the flower pots, and then inside... It's just a disaster, and kids are dancing on tables and swinging from chandeliers. It's definitely a little bit extreme. And of course, this is the exact time when his wife, Miranda, Sally Fields, walks in and sees this and, of course, is super pissed. And I don't blame her. I think that's just uh, uncalled for. You can have fun, you can have a party, and you don't have to go so outrageous with it. But she gets mad at him, they have a big fight, and then basically she tells him that she wants a divorce. Done. A divorce. Just going apart, we're different. We have nothing in common. Oh, sure we do. We love each other. Come on, man. We love each other. Don't we? divorce then they move over to a scene where they're already in front of a judge getting their divorce and the judge to me is extremely unfair to Daniel and he tells him since he doesn't have a specific place to live right now because apparently obviously Daniel moved out so that she could have the house with the kids something that is rarely happening these days because it's so hard to find a place to live that I'm seeing all over the place where couples are separating but staying in the same house and moving to different rooms. That just seems extremely difficult, but unfortunately a necessity. But anyway, he was able to, or he moved out. He actually went to live with the brother for a while. And the judge says because he does not have a place to live, he gets to only see his children Saturdays, one day of the whole week. And I think that's just not fair. I mean, this is a man who apparently has been with his children their whole life from what they show. He loves his kids. They love him one day a week. And this is where the Miranda character starts really getting on my nerves because she's just sitting there. She looks like, yeah, that sounds fair to me. She doesn't speak up. I don't even know why they even needed to go to court for custody because it seems like they could have had that conversation and could have made some sort of agreement together unless she didn't want to. That's the only reason why they would need to go to court because he's not a bad dad. He's not a drunk. He's not a deadbeat. He just makes some poor choices but he loves his kids and the kids love him so she should in my opinion she should have handled this outside the court now I will say it's a movie and I'm just reviewing what the movie shows but part of this is me reviewing it as a divorced woman as a divorced mother and looking at it from the perspective of the story, which is basically a divorce story. So I'm going to comment on what I see in real life would have been better and would have been more fair. 
And maybe in real life it would have been more fair. And this is just for movie purposes, but still. I had a big problem with her just being okay with a judge telling him one day a week. So then they show him finally getting a place, and it is not as nice as their beautiful house uh, on the hill, of course, because, you know, he's struggling to work, I would assume, and I don't know, you know, what his financial situation is, but clearly he can only afford this pretty cruddy-looking apartment, but they show him there with the kids. They're making dinner, or they're eating dinner, and then Miranda shows up. She honks the horn, which I find to be extremely rude, and then Daniel gets mad because he says she was an hour late dropping them off. Now she's an hour early picking them up. They're not going to run when she honks the horn because he deserves to have time with them, and Obviously, I agree on that, too. So then Miranda, since they don't come down, comes up and basically just walks into the house, which, yeah, I don't think so. You don't have the privilege to just walk into his house. But she does. She looks around. She is very judgmental. And this is where she mentions that she can't watch the kids by herself because of her job. And she's going to hire a, a nanny, nanny slash house cleaner and he asks or suggests that he watch them certain days a week and she's not having any of it which again I just find so rude why if he's available and he's their father would you not allow him to watch them when you'd rather pay some stranger to watch your kids this is where I just find that the Miranda character is just super rigid she's kind of a bitch honestly to me I see her as a bitch this is then when the tomfoolery starts where Daniel gets the bright idea to mess with her advertisement so that he can be the one that she ends up hiring as Mrs. Doubtfire and then that's what happens hello Mrs. Hillard I presume yes I'm Miranda Hillard Euphigenia Doubtfire there's a little bit of drama with the kids, of course. The kids do not know that it's their dad. One of the things that happens that I don't love also is that she starts talking crap about Daniel to Mrs. Doubtfire in front of the kids. That You should never do that. I mean, you should really try hard not to do that. I understand when there's moments where that might accidentally happen, but she was just bragging or or venting or bitching about him right there in front of the kids. And then, of course, Daniel, as Mrs. Doubtfire, points it out. And that's kind of funny. This isn't fair, Mom. Why do we need a housekeeper anyway? Oh, this is all I need right now. Look, why can't Dad do it? Excuse me, dear, but I don't think it's appropriate to argue with your mother in front of a perfect stranger, if you don't mind my saying so. I just don't see why we can't spend the extra time with Dad. Well, maybe she's right, dear. Maybe their father would be a more appropriate person. No, I don't think so. It, the, it's not my fault, honey. If he would get a job and a decent apartment, you see, he's the kind... Excuse me, dear. I'm sure you normally would encourage the children to step out of the room before you verbally bash their father. Hmm? Well, if I did that, I might never see them again. <laughs> you know, he does a really good job with the kids as Mrs. Doubtfire. He gets to read books to the little one. He gets to help the older one with her homework. He gets to even play soccer with his son. This is all the stuff that he should have been able to do without having to fake a whole nother personality. 
But And then he actually starts seeing a different side of Miranda because since she thinks she's talking to some friendly old lady, she starts sharing more about her life and and her thought process. And she does say that she fell in love with Daniel because he was like unpredictable and fun. It was Daniel's spontaneity and his energy I fell in love with. Really? Everyone else I knew was so organized, so scheduled. Like me, I guess. Daniel was so wonderfully different and funny. He could always make me laugh. They always say the key to a solid marriage is laughter. But after a few years, everything just stopped being funny. The truth is, I didn't like who I was when I was with him. I would turn into this horrible person. I didn't want my kids growing up with a mother like that. When I'm not with Daniel, I'm better. And I'm sure he's better when he's not with me. You know, I respect that. I get that. I'm okay with that. My biggest issue on this movie is the way that the kids are treated or the lack of thought about the kids from their mother. That is my biggest issue. And, you know, yeah, I am defending the father in this, but it's not about the father. It's about the person that's getting screwed. If it was a reverse situation and it was the mother, I would still be just as offended because it's not about which parent. It's just about a parent. And this man is a good dad. He's not a deadbeat. He wants to be with his kids. You know how many people, how many men out there don't want to be with their children and he wants to be with his children and she doesn't want to let him. I just, it rubs me the wrong way every time. Then the next thing is that she starts dating. Miranda starts dating. This is where Pierce Brosnan comes in. Well, okay. So when the judge said that he could only see the children on Saturday, he gave him three months to get his stuff straight. So basically Miranda starts dating someone within the three months because he hasn't seen the judge yet. So that means that they're still within that three month window. She is already dating someone. Not only is she dating him, but she brings him over to meet the kids and she starts doing family outings with him. And she mentions her ex and again, not favorable light. These are kids that hardly get to see their dad. that are going through the trauma. It might be too strong of a word, but they're going through this situation where their parents are breaking up, their father, they hardly get to see him. Their mother is bringing some stranger into the house to watch them. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on for these kids. And then she's going to bring a man into the situation. Again, for me, I think that is just not right. She's not taking the kids into consideration. She's living her best life. I mean, Pierce Brosnan, he's, he was pretty hot back then. I mean, he still looks good now, but he was in his prime around that time. So I get it, right? But what about your kids? What about their feelings? What about them? So you can see where I'm focusing mostly about the dynamics with children in this particular divorce movie. You can look back at other reviews that I've made on movies, and they're about different aspects of the divorce. But this one falls a lot on the kids. And I have a very strong opinion on that, if you haven't noticed so far. Anyway... You know, the 
typical things happen. Daniel, dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire, tries to, you know, sabotage the relationship with Pierce Brosnan and Miranda. He doesn't like him. He is jealous sometimes. He's he's not happy about the situation, but still he's a staple in the family now. Or she, Mrs. Doubtfire, is a staple in the family in those short few months. And then Daniel gets an opportunity to get a really good job, but it also conflicts with a dinner that he's supposed to attend as Mrs. Doubtfire. A more hijinks ensue and everybody discovers that Daniel is Mrs. Doubtfire. Daddy? Yeah, honey. It's me. <gasps> Happy birthday. I'm sorry, Miranda, oh, please. Don't talk to me. And then they switch back again to him being in court. And Miranda is pissed that he did this to him. And because they're back in court and he tried this funny business, the judge screws him even more with the kids that he can't see his children. Like he can't see them until he gets evaluated. Oh, and this is a little ridiculous. But, you know, it was 1993 because he was cross-dressing. So maybe he needs some therapy. I mean, that's funny. And I don't know how PC that would be now. But back then, the judge was like, oh, you were dressed as a woman. There must be something wrong with you. You need some mental help. And your kids are not safe with you until you get evaluated. The reality, Mr. Hillard is that your lifestyle over the past months has been very unorthodox. And I refuse to further subject three innocent children to your peculiar and potentially harmful behavior. It is this court's decision to award full custody to Mrs. Hillard. Oh, God, no, sir, please. You will have supervised visitation rights every Saturday. Supervised, sir? Yes. A court liaison will accompany you when you spend time with the children. I'm suggesting a period of psychological testing and perhaps treatment for you, Mr. Hillard. We will re-examine this case one year from now. Thank you. Court is adjourned. And then Miranda is sitting there again. She knows he wasn't a cross-dresser specifically. She knows what he was doing, that he was doing this specifically to be for the kids, that he was really good to everybody, that he did a great job. And she still says nothing. She watches this judge take away his parental rights and she just sits there glad that it's happening. I really, really hate Miranda. Have I said that yet? Anyway, luckily he still did get this job that he was offered. It is a job where he gets to play Mrs. Doubtfire on television, starts bringing in some nice money, and Miranda, out of the kindness of her heart, shows up and says, you know what, you should see the kids because, you know, the kids love you and they miss you, blah, blah, blah. Like she's being magnanimous by allowing the man that she chose to be the father of her kids who has done the best he could and loved his kids and who his kids love, she is being the magnanimous one and letting him now see the kids against whatever the judge has decided. First of all, congratulations on the show. Well, thanks. You got to see the dress rehearsal, you know. We, the kids, we've been watching every day. 
It's nice to know they can see me every day. So what do you want me to do? You want me to pretend like everything's all right, put on a happy face, smile? Jesus, Miranda, you took my children away from me. I can only see them now with supervision. Some woman who comes and watches me with the kids like I'm some sort of deviant. If I try to hug them, she wonders why. You know what that's like? You just sat there in that courtroom. You knew the truth. You didn't say a word. You let that judge pass that despicable sentence. And the only thing I know to be true in my heart is that the children were happier when Mrs. Doubtfire was a part of their lives. <laughs> yeah. She... She brought out the best in them. She brought out the best in you. And you. Yeah. They miss her terribly. What are you saying? Daniel, the kids need you. I need them. What, are we supposed to thank her? Is he supposed to thank her? Thank you for allowing me to see my own children. I just, I hated the way it went. It's a cute movie. I definitely recommend you see it if you haven't seen it, but... But it's very frustrating in those parts, especially coming from a person who has a child, who has been divorced, who has dealt with child custody. And I just hate seeing anybody use kids against someone else, not take the kids into consideration. So apparently, almost 30 years later, I still have the exact same feelings about Miranda and maybe even more so. But again, it's a cute movie. I recommend you watch it if you can just, you know, put aside all of that and remember it's just the movie. All these people go home. The kids have their own real parents. Nobody's really messing with someone else's parental rights. It's just the movie. If you watch it as just a movie, you might find it entertaining. So I do suggest you take a look at it. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. I appreciate you letting me be in your ear for a little while today. I hope you have a good one, and I will catch you later. Figaro, 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 Figaro,